3: 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern, and it is Tuesday here on this show, and we got a lot to talk about here today. You know everyone's favorite show tonight, NXT, we got a lineup for that show, tomorrow of course Dynamite, and tomorrow very important Dynamite, as Full Gear is coming up on Saturday. We have got Raw from last night, which actually built up a bunch of matches for Raw this coming Monday. Not to mention, we've got a Survivor Series War Games pay-per-view coming up in a week and a half. We've got updates on Rey Mysterio. He was, of course, turned on by Santos Escobar. And apparently there was a reason for doing it when they did, as he has undergone knee surgery. Of course, he did the injury angle with his knee getting caught between the post and the steps, and now we know why. we got a lot of ratings notes, Collision, Rampage, and SmackDown. Notes on the end of the run in New Japan of Kevin Kelly. We've also got the full New Japan Wrestle Kingdom lineup. And of course, as always here on Tuesday, the world-famous Raw report is coming up. If you're a fan of Horrible finishes up and down a wrestling show. Have I got a show for you? So we'll tell you about that here and uh, everything else. If you would like to text us here today, 425 780 7566. That is 425 780 7566. Brian at wrestlingobserver.com. I am on threads. Not really, but I'm there. Instagram and Cameo, F4W Online. I know you're all looking for a cameo, right? And of course, at Brian Alvarez on X. Like Simper, BB, joins us after the break. Observer Live. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. No, they don't want none. No, they don't they looking scared, on no, they don't really won't We some southern with the We some southern boys with the promise strength. Ain't nobody man enough to feel the pain
2: and you can be next you better give respect no-
0: has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you quick cash offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately
1: that's 800-788-1495. Has your heater or air conditioner busted, appliance broken, computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917.
2: Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. 800-392-7027.
1: 392 7027 That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details.
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: I got the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. And I'm much more illuminated. Hey, look at you. Mm. You're a little washed out.
4: Well, yeah, I know. to got to mess with this thing. It just showed up about... Ten minutes before the show starts,
3: it's much, it's much, much better. Does it have that uh, diffuser thing on it, or is what? it just a blinding light right in your face?
4: Well, it's got a couple of different uh, settings on it. I don't have the remote with me right here right now, but uh, yeah, turn... this was the one we'll go with for now.
3: Yeah. If you turn the light, if you turn it down a little bit, it'll be, uh, it'll be better.
4: Mm. Me, here, you, you go ahead. Or maybe it'll, it'll be, be
3: worse. You we'll know what I'm out. saying? All right, we got a lot to get into here today. Very quickly, NXT is tonight. We've got Chase U versus Tony D and Stacks for the NXT Tag Team titles. We have Roxanne Perez versus Lash Legend in an Iron Survivor Challenge qualifier. Going to find out how good that old Roxanne Perez is tonight, her and Lash Legend. We got Trick Williams and Joe Coffey, Iron Survivor Challenge qualifier. We have the Brawling Brutes versus Out the Mud. Bronco Neiman, Lucian Price. And we have Supernova Sessions with Alpha Academy. Last week, the NXT show, which advertised like nothing from the main roster. I think all they, they advertised was that Alpha Academy was going to be in Tazawa's corner. I think that show did like a .26, and, uh, and Dynamite did a .27. So uh, NXT is very much on the rise. And we'll see how the show does tonight. This is not like a stellar lineup or anything like that, but we do have a tag team title match, so we're gonna see how the show does tonight. That looks a little better, be-
4: Mike. This feels though like I'm in a cafeteria or
3: something like. Well, this, you is know, this better. See if it next time, next break. See if it's got a warm setting. Warm. Because right now you look like you're. Uh, the lighting's good, but it looks like you're in Antarctica. It looks very cold. No. You know and I'm saying. Go we'll figure well, here, it you out. Go ahead. Here, let me. Uh, Perhaps the uh, the viewers accent. can help you with your settings here on your uh, on your hot box.
4: Well, we'll try here.
3: We've also got war games coming up on uh, about a week from now. We've got Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, Jay Uso, and Sami Zayn versus Finn Balor, Damian Priest, Dominic Mysterio, and JD McDonough. We got Becky Lynch versus Ziya Lee. We've got Nia Jax versus Raquel. And Shinsuke, actually, I'm sorry, this is raw. This is, I screwed everything up. Mike's uh, distracted me here. There we go. Huh? No. No. Oh, God. Of course, we're doing this live. I think that's going to be the best right there. Yeah, I think that's better. All right. Yeah, let's try that. Let me start over again. This is for next Monday's Raw, okay? Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, Jey Uso, and Sami Zayn versus Finn Balor, Damian Priest, Dominic Mysterio, and JD McDonough. That is a War Games Advantage match. It is an eight-man tag. The winning team gets the advantage in War Games. We have Becky Lynch versus Xia Lee, Nia Jax versus Raquel, and Shinsuke Nakamura versus Chad Gable. Now, on the Observer Radio show last night, we were talking about the main event of Raw last night. And how everybody from the Judgment Day was banned from ringside. But uh, Drew McIntyre's not in Judgment Day. So he showed up at ringside and he cost the baby faces the match. And then he retreated up the ramp where he ran into Rhea Ripley who shook his hand. So this War Games match, which we thought was going to be 4-on-4, four four, according to Dave last night on Observer Radio, it is going to be a 5-on-5 five five match. And the fifth man on the Heel team will be Drew McIntyre. And according to Dave, the fifth man on the Babyface team is going to be the returning Randy Orton. Hey. So if you look at what they're doing next Monday, it seems quite obvious what is going to happen. Which is that the Heels win with help from Drew McIntyre. And they beat down the baby faces afterwards. And who should make the save but Randy Orton? So this accomplishes many things. You have the heels with the man advantage at War Games, which always makes for a better match psychologically. And you can hold off Randy Orton for the last guy to enter War Games for the big pop there at the end. It's first match back, you didn't have to do something too nutty. You know, keep him out until the very end. And that solves a lot of problems there. And uh, I think, you know, we were talking last night, you know, do you do you announce you bring back Randy Orton on Monday, or is he like a surprise fifth man at the pay-per-view? And Dave suggested maybe the surprise fifth man, but let me tell you something right now, everybody. No. Randy Orton needs to come back on Monday, and you need to tell the whole world who the mystery fifth man in Chicago is. At Survivor Series is. Otherwise, you're just begging for people to think it's CM Punk. And you don't want that if he's not going to be there. So I say that they make that uh, announcement on Monday, do the angle, and away we go. How about this? Look better? It's fine. Okay, good. Now, it also
4: helps if you're going to do something like that. It it leaves... A story for Kevin Owens, who has now been suspended. So, they, you know, if people are looking at this, maybe they're thinking it could be Kevin Owens. It makes complete sense that it could be Kevin Owens. I don't know. I'm not real sure at this point if you spring Randy Orton on that crowd as opposed to CM Punk, that people are going to riot or anything like that. I think people are going to be chanting CM Punk at that show and doing what they're going to do, and that's going to get out of their system. But if at the end the show ends with Randy Orton standing there with those other guys or whoever, maybe it's just him who ends up standing on his own against the rest of the Judgment Day, and he's the last one standing, I don't think anybody's going to riot or turn over tables or anything like that. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's... I don't know if that's a concern with the WWE crowd at this point.
3: Well, I don't know. But you know what? I don't want to risk it. Well. So I would have the big return come on Monday.
4: Still going to have people complaining either way.
3: Yeah, well, people complain all the time. Who cares? Get well, a Exactly. Life, that's geeks.
4: what WWE's going to say. And WWE's going to nah. go, we gave you back Randy Orton. And you're complaining about this Chicago. I don't I don't think that's going to be an issue. And and where's Raw at the next night. They're not in Chicago. Are they going to Green Bay or wherever it is, you know, two days later? Again, I don't think that that's going to be that big of an issue. And even if it's an issue for a small period of time, again, how you go off the air, you can cut that show if people are booing Orton or something like that. And then again, do what they always do, which is change history and post-production later.
3: Well, all I know is you want to talk about show locations. That's going to be coming up after the break. I got a lot oh, yeah? to say, but first, Ray Mysterio recovering from a knee operation. Social media post on Tuesday, Mysterio stated he underwent successful surgery on his knee. I think it'll be like his 18th or something crazy. Oh, geez. He said the surgery was done by Dr. Jeffrey Dugas at the Andrews Sports Medicine orthopedic center in birmingham alabama that's where everybody goes angle on smackdown friday to write him out of storylines when santos attacked him and destroyed his knee so they'll be playing that up till ray is able to come back and uh, escobar responded to mysterio's surgery announcement on tuesday by saying don't come back
4: (laughs) so well he's a heel what a
3: what a not nice person Actually, say. you
4: know what? There's a lot of people that may say don't come back, including, you know, orthopedic surgeons. I He has had so many surgeries, and I just watched a skit with Keiji Muto in Japan trying to walk, like, a short distance, and it was incredibly painful. So, Rey Mysterio, again, a, an incredible career, but my God, the punishment and the weight he carries around on those knees.
3: We'll be back uh, in a moment. I got something to talk about here. Which I cannot figure out for the life of me. And then we'll talk about all the rest of the news, the Raw Report, and more. Back in a moment, Observer Live!
1: Pricing information 800-915-9654 800-915-9654 800-915-9654 that's 800-915-9654 president biden recently released
0: a massive six trillion dollar budget the largest budget in u.s history and guess who pays the bill that's right you the american taxpayer American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you.
1: That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation.
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Okay, listen. Like, it's not my company. It's not my money. Talking about AEW here. But I got some questions, okay? All right. So here's a lineup for Dynamite coming up on Wednesday. We have a Like a Dragon street fight. Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, Kota Bushi, and Paul White versus Brian Cage, Powerhouse Hobbs, Kyle Fletcher, and Takeshita. This is a video game tie-in. We have John Moxley and Wheeler Yuta versus Orange Cassidy and Hook. And we will hear from MJF. That's the lineup for the show thus far, okay? You Knows anything? Yeah. What's that?
4: Well, considering the location they're going to be in, sounds like a lack of young bucks to me.
3: This show is in Ontario, California. This show is 15 minutes from Rancho Cucamonga, or whatever the name of this place is that the Young Bucks are from. It's a real place. This is this is their hometown, everybody. And they are not listed for the show. They are not advertised for the show. I don't even know if they're on the show. I have no earthly idea, okay? But here are some facts that I do know. The last time that AEW went to... Ontario, California, this same town, they drew, according to WrestleTicks here, 7,540 fans. Okay? 7,540. Now, the last time they were in Ontario, California, it was not dynamite, it was rampage. They ran a rampage in the Young Bucks hometown. The main event of the show was the Young Bucks versus Pentagon and Phoenix. It was advertised well in advance, and they sold 7,540 tickets. Okay? Well, here we are. We have a dynamite in the Young Bucks hometown. They have not advertised anything involving the Young Bucks for this show. Like I said, I don't even know if they're on the show. As a viewer, I'm presuming as of today that they're not on the show. I don't think they've done any media. The show is currently at 3,300 tickets. 3,300 tickets. Why are the Young Bucks not advertised for this show? Why are the Young Bucks not doing media for this show? Why do the Young Bucks not have a match of any sort? For this show in their hometown. What is going on? Can't call it.
4: Can't call it. Where where are, with the Young Bucks, where are the luchadors? Where are some of the big names that you could maybe put in there as well, too? And I know those are two separate issues, but actually it's the same issue because you're trying to sell tickets and you've only sold 3300 3, for a national TV show, your number one TV show. That's uh, It's not like they travel to that area a lot and have worn it out or anything like that. They're just cold. And when you're cold, you probably need the highest paid tag team of all time who are also part owners and have a stake in the company. You may need to trot them out there and give them some direction and tell them, promote the hell out of this show, use every resource you have to make us feel like a big item and a hot ticket in a big city with a lot of options. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know why they're not throwing everything at the wall here, but that's not anything new either, is it?
3: No, actually, sometimes they throw a ton at the wall. Sometimes that's the problem. No. I mean, they do have a – you have Kenny Omega, Jericho, Kota and Paul White versus Cage, Hobbs, Fletcher, and Takeshita. Like, that's, those are all – it's a pretty big-name big. match, but 3,300. Yeah. yeah. 3,
4: Well, and you just announced MJF's going to have a segment on the show. You probably should have announced that the World Heavyweight Champion is going to be there the whole time, and he is the number one guy in your promotion. Like, he's going to be there every dynamite. I know people may take that for granted, but really right now, maybe you ought to beat the hell out of that every chance you get and make sure everybody knows MJF is going to be here. Don't worry. MJF is going to be here.
3: It also brings us to the collision rating for Saturday. Which was uh, up eight percent. That's that's good at least the viewership, and uh, the demo was up twenty two percent, which is I mean being up is good. But keep in mind last week was Crown Jewel, and anytime there's a WWE show, they they always do a bad number. But even with everything being up, they did three hundred and ninety six thousand viewers with no WWE competition and a point one one. Fifth lowest viewership to date. Fourth lowest, 18 to 49 of the 22 episodes that, uh, that have aired so far. Granted, it was a, a taped show, but I mean, as we've seen countless yeah. times, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter for WWE. It doesn't matter for AEW. I know that some of you on the chat will say, ah, well, it does matter. You don't count. You're one person, okay? The reality is, it doesn't make any difference whatsoever whether the show is live or taped. And, in fact, often these shows do better when they are taped for whatever reason. Rampage did 322,000 and a 0. .12. So, yes, Rampage beat Collision this week in the 18-49. Uh, to 49. And uh, SmackDown on Friday did 2.2 2 million viewers. Number one on all of network television with a .57 at eighteen to forty nine. So those are the uh, those are the numbers from this past weekend.
4: I can go back over here and turn the uh, the cold light on again. You know, when you're talking about this sort of stuff, you're, now not only are you cold, it's feeling like a, a DVR show, and you know what happens when it feels like a DVR show. And they are putting some good things on there. They're putting some things on Collision I like. I'm not trying to bag on the show or anything like that. But I think in general now, you're at Rampage Ratings. And you could blame football. You could blame the NBA. You can blame those things. But the fact of the matter is, you're just cold. And the ticket sales show it. The reaction to things shows it. And this number shows it. And, you know, I, I just... It's just going to get worse from here on out. You know, what, two weeks from now, we're going to have Survivor Series going head up against it. I'm sure this next week will be good because it's going to be the lead into the pay-per-view. So they're going to have some relief there, I I think, on the show. But, again, I don't think anything is going to raise that show other than getting hot.
3: You know, I uh, see a lot of uh, commentary here in the uh, YouTube chat and the uh, Twitch chat. And uh, I see as usual, some people who uh, are just like, eh, why are we talking about this? Does't matter. It's fine." And they're the you know the hardest of the hardcore Aew fans. And I've seen this a million times over my long illustrious career. Mm-hmm. The last thing that Aew needs right now is for people to say that everything is all right. Yeah, that is the last thing that they need right now. The last thing they need is for people to say that the collision ratings are fine. The last thing they need right now is for people to say it doesn't matter if the Young Bucks are on the show in their hometown and it's doing 3300 as compared to 7800 last time. That's the last thing that AEW needs. If you're a fan of AEW, if you love AEW, you should in fact be critical of the problems. Because it would be nice if the problems went away and things improved. So it happens every time. Oh, it's fine. Everything is fine. You're being too negative. Well, that's not what's going to help when there is a problem, is just to say because, that everything is fine.
4: Yeah, The sky is not falling doesn't mean that everything is perfect. You know, again, small little cracks lead to worse things later on. And when those cracks are in your foundation, and they're, it's just going to get worse. And, I, look... Tony Khan does a lot. I've asked since day one. I asked Dave on this show. I've asked you. I've asked it, you know, just throwing it up there in the air. What happens? Who is there to tell Tony Khan, okay, look, you got to make a change here, you know? And I don't know what their inner workings and every booking decision and all that sort of stuff. I don't know how the tentacles run throughout that entire organization, but You know, Bill Watts at one point had to bring in Jerry Jarrett and go, I need a new set of eyeballs here. And then that led to Bill Dundee coming in, shaking things up in business. And I've always wondered with Tony Khan, with all this stuff on him, with all the stuff he has with Fulham, with all the stuff he has with the Jaguars, you know, how this, I'm booking ROH, I make all of this. How can you keep up with this? How can you keep it together? How can you be functioning, you know, Functioning optimally if you're under that kind of stress. And I don't know. I don't know if one thing's got to do with the other or not. The one thing I do know is things are not humming there and they have not been for quite some time. And the whole Wembley show was a nice little, you know, salve on the wound for a little bit because you did draw 80,000 people and nobody says they're going out of business. Nobody says they're going to lose their TV deal. But I can tell you, obviously, the numbers show it. The interest shows it. A lot of people just will find something else to do with their time.
3: Back in on with more Observer Live.
1: That's 800 943 2153
3: Do you own an annuity?
2: Either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns?
1: If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. That's 800-760-1845.
0: Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt.
1: 800-433-0539. 800-433-0539. 800-433-0539. That's 800-433-0539. Paid for by Fix My Student Loans. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian
2: Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: All right, before we go to the world-famous Raw Report, Mm -hmm. so tonight is the Brian and Vinny, Craig, Sean, Granny Show. And uh, last week I, I hit the wall, couldn't take it anymore. Hate NWATNA. It's the worst show there's ever been. Ever. It's the worst wrestling show ever. It's worse than WCW at the end. It's just the dirt worst. I quit. So we spent a week figuring out what to do. And we all kind of agreed, largely, that we're going to start going to theme months. So for those of you sad that we quit NWA well, maybe this spring we'll do another month of NWA picking up where we left off. We can pick up where we left off with other things that we, uh, we moved away from. And uh, this month we all agreed that since we only had a small number of 90s Saturday nights main events left, we were going to finish up starting tonight so we spent 15 minutes on the show trying to figure out where we left off and we all agreed that uh tonight the show that we will be reviewing on the brian and Vinny, granny craig and sean show is the october 13 1990 saturday night's main event season six episode five okay so if you are a subscriber You can watch live, 9 Pacific, Midnight Eastern, video.f4wonline.com, or the audio will be up, as always, the podcast at wrestlingobserver.com. Once again, that is the October 13, 1990, Saturday night's main event, Season 6, Episode 5. You can watch and follow along. Well, as it turns out...
4: I agree with you, Jingo. As it turns out...
3: Will you shut up for a second? Sorry. We're all idiots. Oh, why? Well, we already watched that show. Oh, I blame Curryhead. It's his fault. Not mine. Not anyone else's. So anyway, we found this out uh, yesterday. But we'd already told people what we were going to review. And so we got to stick with it. That's what we said on the air. So we're reviewing that show tonight. I know we've watched it before. It's fine. Life moves on. Next week, we'll move on to the next one. So anyway, just uh, for those of you wondering what's going on, that's what's going on.
4: We can see if your uh, takes have changed on anything, if you watch something and it's diametrically opposed from what you said about it the first time.
3: I'm just going to go back and use my old notes.
4: <laughs> just, just rerun the show.
3: Sean has added that he has done some fun historical research on this show, mm. so that will make the show extra fun tonight. <laughs> Brian and Vinny show, 9 Pacific, midnight Eastern, video.f4wonline.com, live for subscribers or the podcast at WrestlingObserver.com. You can follow along with everything if you're a podcast subscriber, because we got a lot up there. All right, the world-famous Raw report. What happened on the show? Well, it opened up with Cody coming down to the ring to introduce his team. It's Jey Uso, Sammy, and Seth. And Cody and Seth, they've had a lot of problems. They're not really happy with each other. So Judgment Day comes out. Everybody except Rhea. And Finn says, look at these clowns. Can't even look each other in the eyes. Can't beat us at war games. Priest says, you're just four randos thrown together. They're all burying all of the baby faces." And then Sammy finally grabs a mic and he says, you know what? I know what you're trying to do here. We can put our issues aside and beat you guys. You have a lot of power whenever you can cheat, have the numbers advantage. You will not have that at Survivor Series. I thought, wait a second, that's the whole point of Survivor Series. Of course they're going to have the numbers advantage. So then Cody says, how have you managed to get down here without your leader, Rhea Ripley? And Priest says, she's not the leader. And Cody says, I know you guys say that the Judgment Day has no leader, but it seems like she's the leader. And then when she's gone, it seems like Dom's the leader. And Priest is getting all more and more angry in each passing comment. And finally he flips out and he says, I'm the leader. And Finn and J.D. look at him like, what? And the crowd gasped because Judgment Day has always claimed they have no leader. So he claims he's the leader. And Seth says, you know, I've heard enough. We want uh, Dom and J.D. in a match. Priest says, we accept. And J.D. and Dom are like, what? We do? So Priest trying to take over here. So they do Seth and Sammy versus Dom and J.D., And, of course, we have Balor, Priest, and Rhea hitting the ring for the disqualification. Cody and Jay run down. We got the huge brawl. All the officials come down. Pierce flips his lid. He says, another night, another ruined match. We got a title match tonight, and it's important. You fans deserve better, he says. Famous last words. And so he announces everybody involved in the War Games match, not only banned from ringside, but banned from the building. So they go a break, and they come back, and Rhea's screaming at Pierce. And he is about to ban her from the building as well, but he's interrupted by Zoe Stark. And, well, this Pierce, man, I guess this guy's got a short memory. He forgets later to ban her from the building as we find out. So Zoe and Rhea go back and forth, and they're trying so hard to get people to believe Zoe can win. Rhea's putting her over strong. Zoe's cutting her promo. Nobody buys it, and uh, Zoe sends Rhea packing, and uh, and they tried, but it didn't work. is still doing a promo on a mystery man, but we don't know who he's talking about, so that's the mystery. We have uh, Sammy and Seth talking, and Cody shows up. Cody says, I want to talk to Seth alone. He says, Seth, I need one night. We can hate each other 364 days a year. But we need to work together on this one night, and Seth says I don't like you. Don't think I'm ever gonna like you, but I respect you, and I promise you, and War Games were good. We have Otis and Shinsuke Nakamura. The guys listened to my NXT review last week. This Otis can be one scary dude, and now it's like he still does the worm, and he jiggles every now and then, but they're they're booking him as a monster. And Nakamura is just hitting him with one move after another, and Otis is just killing this guy, and he's crushing him, and he's hes like almost a Vader type. But finally he gets hit with three Kinshases. He's pinned. Nakamura shoves Gable afterwards. Gable is pulled apart. It is Nakamura versus Gable next week on the show. Drew met with Seth. He says, listen, got nobody to blame but myself. You were right. Maybe it is the best thing that ever happened to me, losing to you. There's been something I've wanted to give you since last Saturday. Put her there. And Seth shakes his hand. And Drew says, you represent the title like a champion should. I will fight my way back to another title shot. And Seth says, I know you will. And he leaves. Little did he know. Tegan beat Piper. No heat whatsoever for this match. Tegan wins. Next week, it's Tegan versus Chelsea. They're taking their sweet time with this Natty and Tegan versus Chelsea and Piper thing.
4: They gave uh, Tegan a recovery video, an inspirational video to lead into that match.
3: Yeah, it was inspirational. I was inspired. Mm. The fans were not inspired enough to care one bit, but they tried. Miz did a promo about his match with Gunther and Survivor Series. And Ivar interrupts, says, you're a joke and a clown. You ain't coming out of this tonight. And then Bronson shows up. And uh, forget about everything else on this show. I can't wait. I cannot wait for Bronson Reed versus Ivar. That match is going to be awesome.
4: You're the kind of guy that goes to a show and chants meet.
3: Yeah, meet forever. <laughs> Tommaso Chomp and Ludwig Kaiser, good match, impossibly stupid finish. Yeah, well. This, this uh, Vinci tries to interfere. The ref ejects him. You must leave ringside. So they continue doing the match. Match is good. And then this Vinci just comes back. It's not like he snuck out and the ref didn't see him. The ref is looking right at the guy who just came back after being ejected. And then Kaiser rolls up uh, Ciampa, and the ref just counts. Ciampa's pinned. And even the announcers are like, what was that? What a stupid call by the referee. And it was. It was a stupid call. A stupid finish to a good match. Judgment Day are commiserating. They're all mad at Priest for claiming he's the leader. And Priest says, listen, I I didn't mean it. I was mad. And Rhea says, well, you know, we do need a leader for war games. And I actually think, Priest, you're the man for the job. And Finn and Tom are like, huh? All right, well, whatever. And so then Finn really wants to induct his buddy jd into the judgment day and priest says god right now they're like yes he's in medical he took a bullet for you you wouldn't even be in the main event tonight without this guy and so priest says you know what give me that stuff i'll do it he deserved it Zia lee beat indy hartwell they're trying to get this knockout finish over these fans are not buying it and it looked terrible becky came down to bring some life to this her and Zaya wrestle next week on Raw. Gunther shows up and promises that Miz will get the beating of a lifetime at Survivor Series. Sold my ticket right there. Shane about with Zoe, and Raquel stepped up and challenged Nia for next week. Miz and Ivar. So the story here is they're trying to get Miz to, like, be taken seriously. So you know he's got to be in a fighting stance, and he's got to do a diving hurricane run and a tilt a whirl DDT. Ivar's just carrying this match; he's doing the work of ten men. And finally, out comes Bronson. He distracts Ivar. Miz goes underneath, power bombs Ivar, pins him with his feet on the ropes. The story is he'll do anything to beat Gunther. Oh my like, God! God help me! And then they had the best thing on the show by Miles. It was like a 30-second Bronson-Ivar brawl. Bronson runs this dude over, and he goes up top and crushes this guy with a tsunami. It was awesome. I'm a sucker. A sucker! (laughs) Then we have a priest meeting with JD, and he presents him with the uh, Judgment Day outfit. He is now in Judgment Day. But they got to get out of there. We got the main event.
4: Fancy leather jacket.
3: Yeah, he's got a fancy leather jacket now. Well, what else? What else? What else do you want when you're a member of the Judgment Day?
4: I guess that's a better trade off than the uh, Signor in the bank, uh, money in the bank briefcase he, uh, that JD gave to Damien.
3: Gunther meets with Kaiser and Vinci. He tells Vinci, job well done. And Gunther, uh, as he's telling them this, Vinci thinks he's or uh, er, uh, Kaiser thinks he's talking to him, and Gunther says, "I was not talking to you." I was talking to Vinci, and now Kaiser's very unhappy. And then he turns around, and, bro, there's, I swear to God, Jinder and Indu share. You thought it's Tony still, took forever to tell stories. still there. Chimney Christmas. Are they ever going to do anything? Yeah, they're going to India. Then the main event was uh, Cody and Jay versus Priest and Finn for the tag team titles. Everybody from War Games is banned from ringside. So, they do this match. Wrestling is good. But, like, all the people want to see are comebacks. Luckily, we got several. And then, finally, they're doing all the big moves there at the end. Cody gets sent into the post. He actually broke an LED panel. Fell off the post. Priest gives him the choke slam on the apron. Jay hits the flip dive onto both of the Judgment Day. And then he looks up, and there's Drew McIntyre. And Drew lays him out with the Claymore. Throws him in the ring. Finn covers Jay for the pin. They retain the tag team titles. And then Drew repeat, uh, retreats up the ramp. And there's Rhea. And she uh, shakes his hand. So we now have the fifth man for Judgment Day. And we will get the uh, the rest of it next week. So, like, you know, storytelling solid. It's what they do every week. But, my God, these finishes. Just a bunch of crappy finishes up and down the show. Fans deserve better in Storyline. But not in real life. Back in a moment, Observer Live!
1: I don't even recognize myself anymore.
2: I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever.
1: That's 800-211-6008.
0: Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Now,
1: paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800 965 1295. 800 965 1295. 800 965 1295. That's 800 965
2: 1295. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: Back at the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Don't forget the Brian Vinny Show tonight, 9 Pacific, Midnight Eastern. We'll be live for subscribers at video.f4wonline.com. A whole month of Saturday night's main event. And then December, we'll pick uh, whatever's next. Got a lot of people making a lot of suggestions. And uh, I'm open to a lot of different things. But you know what it will not be? NWATNA.
4: There were worse things than NWATNA.
3: I know. Think about that. Yeah. I could Think- take no more before we got to Vince Russo and his sports entertainment extreme.
4: I know. The crazy part is, is it still exists. And they're going back to No,
3: NWA TNA does not exist. Yes, it does. It does not. They that are rebranding to TNA, on. but it is not. It is uh, not NWA. It was They're not born in a barn, barn legacy. with a bunch yes. of cows. Let me tell you, something. and Vince Russo booking this show. You
4: got a bunch of bad soil, and those cows Men are out dressed there dropping like terrible, terrible pies on that. You could try to bring up corn. You can try to to raise plenty of bring up out of corn, that earth. but the earth is still. It is still bastardized. Oh. It is still ruined by the stink and the stench and the disease that was russo in that era of tna and they're going back to it no they're going back to it don't be an idiot what are you thinking
3: they're thinking that everybody loves nostalgia and you know what they're not wrong it's true people do love nostalgia
4: there is a warped way that people enjoy nostalgia but that's a story for another
3: day. And another day will be later on tonight. Sign up at WrestlingObserver.com for 15,000 podcasts, Wrestling Observer newsletter and more. And later on tonight, Brian and Benny's show. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live. Shut that light off!